1: The accused mass killer in a wheelchair, the jittery legs, the darting eyes, plus Cuomo COVID test uproar. Did he move
2: his brother and mom to the head of the
3: line? Have a good night,
2: Gov. And
3: wait till you see how some people are spending their COVID-19 stimulus checks. This
2: is
4: my stimulus check right here.
1: Then stop in the name of the dog, the hero dog who halted traffic after her owner suffered a seizure. It's amazing. And the cereal box side driving social media nuts. What is that thing he says he found in his cereal? I was weirded out. Wait till you see who his wife is. Plus, how dirty are your earbuds?
5: We got your results. I'm really disgusted right now.
1: The earbuds you wear every day. A breeding ground for germs and bacteria. The Inside Edition Earbud
3: Test. And I'm pretty embarrassed.
1: Now. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville.
3: Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. America got a close-up look at the suspect in the Boulder shootings today, as the 21-year-old appeared in court and was promptly ordered held without bail by the judge. As Les Trent reports, he nervously bounced his leg while sitting in a wheelchair, listening to his own defense attorney suggest that he suffers from mental illness.
0: Here he is, the accused killer charged in the supermarket massacre, was pushed into court in a wheelchair and in handcuffs. Ahmad Elisa's face was half hidden behind a mask. He was wearing a jail-issued smock. His ankles were manacled and he wore orange plastic shoes. The deputies escorting him had blue and black bands across their badges, signs of mourning for their slain comrade, Boulder police officer Eric Talley. The judge read the 21-year-old his rights. Sir, do you
4: understand those rights
5: as I've
0: explained them to you this morning? We need you to answer all out, please. It was the only word Elisa spoke throughout the six-minute hearing. He did not enter a plea and was ordered held without bail. It's the first time Elisa has been seen since he was led out of the King Super supermarket, bleeding from a gunshot wound in his right thigh. In court, his left leg shook uncontrollably, but he seemed alert and turned his head this way and that as if he was looking for someone. His attorney hinted at an insanity defense. We cannot
5: do anything until we are able to fully assess Mr. Alisa's mental illness.
0: Officer Talley's sister Kirsten spoke out to CBS this morning, describing the harrowing moment she discovered he'd been killed.
3: My mother called me. And she was just screaming and she said his daughter had called her, his young daughter and said, Nana, daddy's, daddy's dead.
0: She also spoke about the accused killer.
3: I feel like what happened was a hateful act. That shouldn't bring more hatred, anger. Sure. Yeah. I was angry. I still am angry. Um, And sadness, but I don't hate that person. He doesn't get to have that power.
0: A somber candlelight vigil for the 10 who were killed in the Boulder Massacre was held last night outside the same courthouse where Ahmaud Elisa was arraigned today.
3: If found guilty, the suspect faces a maximum of life in prison without parole. Colorado eliminated the death penalty a year ago. President Biden held the first press conference of his administration today, giving reporters their first chance in two months to extensively question the president. And the focus was not only on what Mr. Biden had to say, but the way he said it.
1: Please, please stand. Thank you.
5: At Thank long you. last, President I'm Biden giving his first press days conference days since, since in the inauguration, 64 days into his presidency. We've been waiting for this
2: opportunity to ask direct questions of the president because it's rare that he stands still for more than 45 seconds and takes them from us without a staffer screaming, thank you and get out of the room.
5: The highly anticipated event was carried live on all the networks and cable news channels. We
2: will be
1: happy to uh, take your questions.
5: The press corps gathered in the East Room, their chairs spaced far apart. You, Biden president. was 12 minutes late the he tone was very different from the trump press coming, conferences uh, about- remember those combative and confrontational moments
1: cnn should be ashamed of itself having you working for them
5: some of the questions were pretty tough You bear responsibility for everything that's happening at the border now for weeks now fox news hosts have been questioning biden's cognitive state
2: joe biden is weak frail and a cognitive mess that's the truth
5: we have been way ahead of the curve reporting joe biden's well, cognitive difficulties. There were moments when he appeared to lose his train of thought. So
2: the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you, that you uh, um, like to be able to. Anyway.
5: But there were moments of levity, too, when he was asked if he would run for re-election in four years. Have you decided whether you are going to run for re-election in 2024? You haven't set up a
3: re-election campaign yet, as your predecessor had by this time.
1: (laughs) My predecessor? Oh, God, I miss him. Um, No, an answer is yes. My plan is to run for re-election. That's my expectation.
5: Meanwhile, Dana Carvey unveils his impression of Joe Biden during an interview on Stephen Colbert's show. But, folks... I care. I care a lot. People are suffering. He really nailed him. (laughs) Folks, come on, folks. Let's get real. I'm not kidding around here. You know, you know, we
3: got to do the thing. Mm, Pretty good. Roughly 127 million stimulus checks totaling about $325 million have been sent out in this latest round. It's meant to support people in financial difficulty because of the pandemic, which is why the way some people are spending their cash is getting others riled up. Here's Jim Murray.
4: This is my stimulus check right here.
3: This guy spending his stimulus money on a trip to Las
4: Vegas. Ditto for his sister.
2: Yeah, gotta do it. That's what you got it for, spend it, eat, good
4: this man live streamed from the casino floor that he's gambling away some of his stimulus cash.
2: The theme of the stream is blowing my stimulus check in Las Vegas.
4: And this pair spent their entire stimulus check on lotto scratchers. Maybe one of these will be a jackpot winner. (laughs) They posted on YouTube what turned out to be a big waste of good money.
2: Moral of the story is, don't gamble, because we took $600 and turned it into 230
4: How dare you be so wasteful, fumed one on critic. People who don't would, need it shouldn't get the like stimulus, so went another. Should people be using these stimulus checks on these frivolous items like entertainment or gambling or buying lotto tickets?
3: These are relief payments. This is COVID relief. This is for people who have really been struggling during this pandemic.
4: CNBC's senior financial correspondent, Sharon Epperson.
3: That may be a surprise to lawmakers when they see pictures of people blowing their checks in vegas or spending it on expensive shows
4: this guy says he'll use his stimulus check to buy more guns guess who got a stimulus check this dude this mom documented her stimulus spending spree let's just say i'm broke okay she spent her money going out to dinner and going to the nail salon she also bought a new camera and a computer
3: oh my god look
4: this woman shows off all of her new bedroom
3: decorations and some of this stuff y'all i'm not gonna lie i don't even know where i'm gonna put it so what you have to do is really think about what you need this money for prioritize and if there is any money left over maybe a small percentage that's your splurge but it should not be your entire stimulus check according to the u.s census bureau the majority of people polled say they are using their stimulus money for essential things like paying bills and the rent New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is being accused of violating his state's ethics laws following reports that members of his family, including his brother, CNN anchor Chris Cuomo, got special access to COVID tests early in the pandemic. Stephen Fabian has more.
2: It's a now-famous TV moment from the early days of the pandemic. CNN anchor Chris Cuomo under quarantine, broadcasting his show from the basement of his home after coming down with COVID-19. One of his special guests from that time, his brother, the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo. Uh, if I'm a cool dude in loose mood, you know that. But now that interview is taking on a whole new meaning, following allegations that Governor Cuomo used his powers to give Chris Cuomo his mother and his sister access to nasal swab COVID tests, which were hard to get in those early days. A top state doctor was reportedly dispatched to test Chris Cuomo at his home in the Ritzy Hamptons. State troopers then drove four hours, rushing the specimens back to a lab in Albany, where they were shrouded in secrecy, marked only by initials or numbers, and processed immediately. Reporter Brendan Lyons broke the story for the Albany Times Union. Our sources told us that Governor Cuomo, uh, in conjunction with State Health Commissioner, Dr. Howard Zucker, were instructing people at the top levels of the health department to do this, to do it discreetly, And to assign this work to people that they felt they could trust. It sounds like Governor Cuomo was saying, essentially, my friends and family are more important than the general public. Well, that's for others to make that assertion. The controversy is bringing up this viral moment from CNN in May 2020, after Chris Cuomo had recovered from the virus. This was the actual swab that was being
0: used
1: to fit up that double barrel shotgun that you have mounted on the front of your pretty face.
2: CNN released this statement. It is not surprising that in the earliest days of a once in a century global pandemic, when Chris was showing symptoms and was concerned about possible spread, he turned to anyone he could for advice and assistance, as any human being would.
3: A Freedom of Information request asked Cuomo to reveal how much he was paid for that book on the pandemic. His office has been saying since last August it's delayed in finding that record due to the COVID pandemic. The contract is rumored to be in the seven figures. Everybody knows it's important to regulate the volume on your earbuds, but have you ever thought about how important it is to keep them clean? Well, since we at Inside Edition love to let you know how dirty everyday things can be, we did some investigating. Amber Cagliano tells you what we found.
5: Hi, hi. From working virtually, you put my earpods in. Hold on. Okay. To working out, we are on our earbuds more than ever these days. But did you ever stop to think just how dirty they can get? We wanted to find out if there's any dangerous germs lurking in that gunk. So we went swabbing, taking 15 samples. Look at all the earwax on these earbuds. Then we sent them off to Micrum Labs for analysis. First up, Kathy Morgenstern. She says she wears hers all the time. Come in, let's go. Especially when she's out walking her dog on Manhattan's Upper West Side and chatting with her friends. We got your results, here they are. <laughs> okay. Do you wanna know what they say? I do, I really do. On your earbuds, we found Staph aureus, oh. which is a potentially harmful bacteria. I'm really disgusted right now. That's just gross, we all use earbuds. How's work ben? has it been really busy? These earbuds belong to Lindsay Danielle, the wife of an Inside Edition producer look in there kinda gross when she's not on them fielding work calls all day she's out jogging listening to country music kind of some bad news your earbuds actually were the dirtiest the dirtiest out of
2: everybody everyone that, tested. that we tested
5: we found a bacteria count of almost a million which is really high that's pretty disgusting and I'm pretty embarrassed.
1: Let me get my
0: microscope in.
5: Dr. Darius Kohan is a well-regarded ear, nose, and throat specialist.
0: They have to be clean because if they're not, you carry germs on them. You push them in the ear, shoving them in. You're packing the ear with wax, the germs on them. You're going to
4: start infections.
5: His advice? Clean them off regularly with disinfectant wipes advises using a damp, lint-free cloth to wipe down
3: earbuds. You can also go one step further and use an alcohol wipe. Just don't get moisture inside the mesh where the speaker is. This adorable dog is named Clover. And while she doesn't look like a hero, she is. When her owner had a seizure and collapsed, Clover blocked traffic to get help.
0: You're looking at a hero. A big fluffy hero. Clover saved his owner's life, and you'll be in awe when you see how. Haley Moore was walking her dog when she suffered a sudden seizure. I spoke with Haley and her sister, Riley.
5: All I remember is waking up in the ambulance and being very confused.
0: Surveillance video from across the street shows Clover in distress, trying to wake her. Then something remarkable happens. One car zips by and it seems to give Clover an idea. She runs into the middle of the street as if to say, stop in the name of the dog. Sure enough, the oncoming vehicle comes to a halt. The driver jumps out and goes over to help.
2: It was really impressive. The dog Clover actually uh, blocked my way. Uh, She kind of backed into the road to block the truck.
5: She's very loyal and protective. It's really fascinating to watch. We asked
0: veterinarian, Dr. Jeff Werber cut. to look at the video. It's, it's amazing how natural instinct really
1: plays such a major role in this, but also when a dog is stressed and they're anxious, they, they obviously have learned that maybe to get help is the answer. Haley says she <laughs> is
3: forever thankful.
5: I'm very grateful for her saving my life.
3: Definitely her lucky clover. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Next,
1: Cereal Box Saga driving social media nuts. What is that thing he says he found in his cereal? I was weirded out. Wait till you see who his wife is. Then, is America ready for a third TV movie about Meghan and Harry? Meghan. Harry, you look lovely. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. We'll be right back.
2: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed.
3: Cereal doesn't trend very often on social media, but this week it has because a man found what he said looked like shrimp tails in his box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which had General Mills, the manufacturer, also on Twitter, responding.
5: Life is like a box of cereal, you never know what you're gonna get. Jensen Karp was about to eat his favorite cereal, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's
2: really the only cereal I've eaten since I was a kid.
5: When he says he saw something strange, the tails of what sure looked like two shrimp.
2: I find out pretty quickly by looking at it that it was uh, shrimp tails.
5: Now there are a couple of reasons why Karp's story became a sensation on social media. One, he's a well-known TV producer and comic.
2: My name is Jensen Karp and I'm the author of the new book, Kanye West owes
5: me $300. Reason number two, his wife is actress Danielle Fischel. Remember Topanga from the TV show, Boy Meets World. I understand your need to be one of the guys. Karp's Twitter posting went viral and the makers of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, General Mills quickly issued a response. While we are still investigating this matter, we can say with confidence that this did not occur at our facility. We are waiting for the consumer to send us the package to investigate further. Ask the issue was so serious for the company, the CEO the took to the airways.
2: I, I must admit that some of it is is kind of humorous. But, you know, what I want you to know and our, your, your viewers to know is that we take food safety very seriously.
5: But Carp says he was not satisfied.
2: They posted publicly that they investigated it by the photo and that they realized that it looks like sugar. And that's when I sort of became angry and was like, why are you telling me this? I know this is shrimp tails.
5: Now, carp is having DNA tests done by a lab.
2: This is so dumb and a waste of everyone's time because it's clearly shrimp tails.
5: Is there a way that we could see them? No,
2: this is all like, I'm just doing, I, I want out of this, man.
5: So what is it? Is it a shrimp tail or crystallized sugar and cinnamon? The food scientists we reached out to declined to speculate without a lab test. So we went to another expert. Lance Nacio is a third generation shrimp boat captain from Louisiana. You saw these pictures. Yes. What do you think?
2: I mean, it's definitely a shrimp tail.
5: 100%?
2: 100%.
3: And when we come back, the new TV movie about Meghan and Harry's escape from the palace. Meghan and Harry have been the subject of at least two Lifetime movies. Now their royal exit is the inspiration for number three. Get ready for Meghan and Harry, the movie. I'm Meghan.
2: Harry, you look... Lovely. Lifetime just announced plans for their third made-for-TV biopic based on the embattled royal couple. The title, Harry and Meghan Escaping the Palace. The movie will detail the sadness and isolation Meghan talked about in that blockbuster Oprah interview.
3: Were you thinking of harming yourself? Were you having suicidal
5: thoughts? Yes. This was very, very clear.
2: First, there was Lifetime's Harry and Meghan A Royal Romance. Then, Harry and Meghan becoming royal. Now comes Harry and Meghan escaping the palace. And Chrissy Teigen, who recently came under fire for posting this topless photo with her son Miles, is saying bye-bye to Twitter after online trolls became too much to handle. It's time to say goodbye. This no longer serves me as positively as it serves me negatively. And I think that's the right time to call something, the supermodel wrote in the final tweet to her 13.7 million fans.
5: If someone like Chrissy Teigen, who is married to John Legend and has what looks like a perfect, beautiful life, can't take the toxicity anymore, maybe we have a problem.
3: When we come back, greeting students
5: in the age of COVID. If you're shopping while working, eating or even listening to this podcast. As cashback, download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Finally, today, a teacher with an important
3: lesson.
0: Way before the pandemic, this teacher went viral for his personalized and elaborate handshakes for each of his 75 students. Well, he's back, but with redesigned handshakes appropriate for the pandemic. Good job, Teach.
3: Fun and safe. That's Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. We'll see you again next time.
1: Listen to Blood is Thicker The Hargan Family Killings wherever you get your podcast starting May 8th. Access episodes early and ad free with 48 Hours Plus on Apple Podcasts starting May 1st.